throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and my incredible, fabulous co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, is off this week. Uh, We are experiencing some technical difficulties. Not sure if this is streaming to all of the networks that we had hoped that it would. Um, However, if you would, give me a shout out in the comments and let me know that you're joining and where from. And that will give me, it appears that it's working now, so hopefully that is the case because it is an incredible um, week and month and a wrap-up, too. Uh, Yes, there's Anne. She is joining us from France. So, yes, it is finally streaming to Facebook and, um, and hopefully LinkedIn and YouTube. So, hallelujah. There's Mercury in retrograde for you, closing it out with a bang. It goes direct on this Sunday. As uh, you may have noticed in the comments on my page, uh, the Dear James Facebook page, there were some snafus between the streaming service and Facebook and so forth. And, you know, that tosses it all up in an apple cart. So, which is kind of like the energy the last couple of days. There has been this, um, uh, it's like a lull with anticipation, with frustration and so forth. If you all are feeling it, Definitely let me know. Put in the comments a shout out about that. Um, however, I want to get into the, the meat of it because we've got a, a big show today with these culminating closing energies. Um, again, September, they had, the Unseen had said that September was a bridge month. And as, and it really became that the month of September being a nine in the Gregorian, Julian Gregorian calendar is really a seven in the original calendar. And so we began September and septum is seven in Latin. So we began this with a seven, then an eight, then a nine, and we closed this fourth week of September with the 10. And the 10 is really incredible because of course the 10, one through nine is a cycle. And the 10 completes the cycle. It is both the culmination, the completion, and the renewal. And what is the number seven? The seven, of course, is the foundation of God's word. It it represents completion, divine fulfillment. So we have this bridge month of September, this harvesting of the souls, a profound turning point. That which awakens serves. And they were speaking to us that our higher calling, our higher purpose, is to serve. That's all. That's our soul's destiny. That is our soul's desire. And by connecting, soul source connection, by going to an octave higher, by moving away, and remember the Four of Cups, the Star card, I'm going to show all of this again. It's about by moving beyond the three cups that are in front of us, we go to the fourth cup. We receive the cup of wisdom that's coming in from the unseen, from on high, from source. And they said, that which transcends all that is, all that came before, that we're moving beyond time. So things were speeding up to where we move beyond time, outside of time. And and so that's where we began this month. Now the irony of, so we began this month on September 7th, 
and it's a seven, so we had double sevens. Now, today, 928, 2 plus 8, it's a 10. 10 plus 9, 19, 1 and 9 becomes a 10, so we've got double tens. So we started the month with double sevens. We end, we complete the month with double tens. The six is constant. 2022 is a six. About are you in conflict? Are you in destiny? Are you in the flow? Are you reaching higher? And there's this beauty. We're going to dive into number 10 and we're going to bounce through these things. The beautiful thing that came with the overall message of 10, and this is a song from 1982. It's the fourth item. Um, it was by Jeffrey Osborne is the one that sang it. So they said 10. And then they said, on the wings of love. And it's a beautiful song. And I'm going to post the lyrics in the comments and everything after the show. What you will want to, you'll want to view the lyrics from your own conversation, your soul source connection with God, with spirit, with source, and how this culmination, this divine fulfillment, this completion, and the best way how to do it on the wings of love. It's the promise. It's the absolute. Uh, Evelyn, I know I love that song. It is one of them that I just crank up and I listen to. If I were allowed to play it right now and not, <laughs> not violate someone's copyright, I would because it's so incredibly inspiring. It's so beautiful and it, and it really epitomizes and embodies this message of what, because October again, October is a 10 month all month. And so we have this beautiful beginning, the ushering in, this turning point that begins. And on the wings of love is, is the how and with. It's because 10 is about unity. So see the lyrics, listen to the song. I'm going to post both the video to the song on from YouTube on the in the comments below after the show and the lyrics themselves, see that. And what was so, so interesting, because you can't make this up if you tried. Because again, I listened to the Unseen before the show. They tell me what to say, what the messages are. And I was looking, and again, I mentioned that the, the person performing the song is Jeffrey Osborne. His first name, Jeffrey, the etymology of his name, the meaning of his name, Jeffrey, is Pledge of Peace or God's Peace. And remember, in last uh, two shows ago on number eight, it was about, what was this all about? Peace. So here they're saying, on the wings of love, 10, the divine culmination, the divine completion and fulfillment. On the wings of love, and his first name, Jeffrey, means God's peace, pledge of peace. Osborne, his last name, means God bear. So it's the God bear. Well, the great bear constellation, constellation Ursa, Ursa Major. It's the one that um, circumpolar. It's, circ, it's circumpolar around the Polaris, our North Star. So it's the the Big Dipper. The Little Dipper is in the minor in the uh, Ursa Minor. So you have this. You can't make this up if you tried. So you. It's literally they're saying, look to your North Star. Look inside when everything might be going wrong or the world is going crazy and where we're moving to and this deliverance, this divine completion and fulfillment, double tens, double sevens, 
it's on the wings of love, we're fulfilled, we're delivered. And so, and then just the piece that his last name literally means, God bear, and the great bear constellation is Ursa Major. It is the one that hovers the pole. And so it's our guiding star. Polaris is our guiding star. It's our North Pole. It's our current North Pole, North Star, pardon me. And thereby, you can see that this is, you know, I got that song in my head, Take Me Higher. Um, that's the song that's playing. It's like, take me higher. This is where we're going. So let's look at this. Number 10, I'm going to bring this up because we're going to go into the current energies here for a second and show you. And this is the beauty. So here we are. I'm going to pull up this screen and show you. It's a, I've got it on a back, a blue background. It is, it is a circle with a dot in the middle. And this circle with the dot, which is also the symbol of the sun. So it's the divine symbol of the sun, of God, of source. And it is the symbol associated with the number 10. And so you can see that this symbol represents both the beginning of the quest and its end. The circle remains immutable. What changes is the size of the radius, which allows each evolution to embrace an ever-expanding field of knowledge. So in essence, the continuum, the unity, the expansion, this whole piece of we're going back to where we began, but an octave higher. We had the symbol of the Ouroboros before. It's the, the, the serpent eating its tail, which denotes that in the, in the ending is the beginning. It's continual. It's the circle with the central dot, the central sun. I want to bring up this other beautiful image. So this is, again, on a spiritual or divine level, the image, this circular, and this is a beautiful labyrinth with the, with the flower in the center. It represents the circle with the central sun, the dot. And in, in essence, on the spiritual or divine level, it represents God, the sun, gold, and the center of a world. So you are the center of your world. This is the center of our world. So we have this beautiful culmination, this recognition that we're completing a cycle, a revolution, and we are beginning, commencing the next revolution, the next octave. These are the symbols and the images that are bringing this together. And I'm gonna bring up this beautiful quote about the circle because it states, the geometric figures that are produced by numbers have, like numbers, their power, their virtue, and their symbol. Thus, the point and the circle respond to unity and to the number 10. For unity is both the center and the circumference of all things. And the number 10 being joined to unity returns to unity, as to its principle being the end and the complement of all numbers. Thus, the circle represents unity, for like it, it has neither beginning nor end. We as souls have neither beginning nor end. We're created from the spark. We go, we're infinity, we go on. And this existence, this current embodiment, is but one of the magical experiences we have. So, as souls, 
And so this is why this is so amazing. It, it really is one of those things where we're like, wow, this 10, this ongoing continuum of unity. And we have come so far out of unity, right? We're looking at the world around us and we're seeing how messed up it is, how out of sync it is, how pulled apart, distorted. And yet, it's only because seven, the harvesting of souls, you know, we're being divided, you're being seen, you're being counted. Conflict and destiny, six, which way are you going? What experience, which dictates the experience, right? And so the first thing they said with all of this, with the 10, was they said completion. After a long and arduous journey, life begins anew. Life begins again. And so we can see that what's on offer, what's, what's happening here is our opportunity, our ability, and literally our... Um, by divine mandate is the word I'm hearing. By divine mandate, life begins anew. We begin again. And that will come about certainly first and foremost internally. It is, and this is how it leads right into what the second thing is. It's an inside job. It is always an inside job. The beauty about this is the second thing they said was, Synchronicity, signs, and symbols. The Lady Jacqueline and I did a show um, on science and the soul about signs, synchronicity, and symbols. And so they said synchronicity, signs, and symbols. And they said the wayward hyphen inward journey. And I looked up the way the word wayward, and it literally means difficult to control or predict because of unusual or perverse behavior. And then they gave me in big capital letters, underlined exclamation point, the word trust. So here, what they're saying is, so after this long, arduous journey, life begins anew, life begins again. We've been talking about going to the next octave, being illumined, baptism by fire, awakened. And here they're saying it's the synchronicity, the signs, and the symbols, the wayward hyphen inward journey. So what they're wanting us to know is that wayward meaning difficult to control or predict because it's unusual, something new, something we haven't experienced before. So imagine for a second, suspend, remember that beautiful quote about reality. Here it is. I'm going to put it up really quickly. When we suspend the reality we are in or believe we are in, a new reality emerges. So imagine for a moment you wake up and things are new. Things you, you notice like everything's the same and yet things are different. And so it's unusual. So and it and this splits into two camps. Again, it splits into the two camps because. When you're in the camp of destiny, well, then we're in the camp that says, okay, we're moving along with the new, we're expanding, and so it's hard to predict because it's unusual. It's new to us. It's what's on the other side of the apex moment, the all-seeing eye. Remember this image, the all-seeing eye. 
So we're, we've been going, climbing up the whole side. We reach the apex moment. We're awakened. Everything becomes new and unusual to us. And thus, it's wayward because it is, it's unpredictable. It's new. The beauty of this is that contained within that is then, or, so it's either unusual or perverse. It's perverse if you're still clinging to the old way, because all of a sudden it's, it's chaos, it's confusion, it's chaos. You're literally losing your mind because you're in a perverse state of being versus an unusual one, meaning it's new. And you notice I'm smiling for all of you watching, you can see that when I look at the, you know, it's hard to predict because it's unusual. It's because it's new. It's it's like, oh, it's like awe and wonder. And so you're not really sure, but yet you know that there's such beauty contained in it. There's such awe and magic and opportunity. So while it's unusual, big smiles, it's amazing because it's it's pure. It's so good. Or it's perverse because you're you're clinging to a, the old you have not accepted the new you have not embodied it embraced it so it amplifies it 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 both pulls apart remember splitting apart it splits apart and then it magnifies and amplifies so we can see this and then the whole piece was so again we're in this unusual state this newness trust Trust, 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 trust. Trust your inner knowing. Trust yourself. Trust yourselves. Trust. You're going to feel the goodness. You're going to feel it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, it's going to be unmistakable is what they're saying. And so we have this beauty of this new beginnings. This, and, and I want to I clarify something for everybody that's been on this journey with the Lady Jacqueline and I since we started last November and, and listening to all the messages and the weekly wisdom and insights. We have a timing. We're, we're, we're in this. We, we look at the weekly wisdom. The, the one thing that, we, that is unique and different is time. But they're telling us we're moving beyond time. We're moving out of time. And so when this happens, question mark. I receive it the way they're giving it to me, and I'm aware that at any moment it can happen. Um, and this is about being in alignment with it now. This is about being living this way now so that when it comes, it's just, it, it's like you're, remember, you're at the party. You don't want to be late to the party. And that's something that's really important here. Um, before we get to the last two things um, about judgment and deliverance, and then on the wings of love, I want to go to hexagram 10. And tell me how this is resonating with you all. I know literally, we are literally living in a world where it seems like it is literally falling apart, splitting apart. Hexagram 23, splitting apart. It has been a big part of this because it is pulling everything apart. The wheat from the chaff. Well, let me just go there because they went there, so I'm going to go there. 
Because the third thing they said to me is judgment and deliverance. And they said relating to crops, Cain and Abel offerings. What they mean by this is, and remember that deliverance was the show back on August 24th. And so they're saying judgment and deliverance. So I want to pull up this image because it's been, so here we are. The Four of Cups is the one on the left. And it literally shows you that we've all been looking at the three cups on the ground. Now it's time for the cup that's coming in on high. The cup that comes from the unseen. What's coming in the cup, what's in the cup, is the star card. The star card is wish fulfillment. The star card is literally the Aquarian age. It is the water bearer. The water meaning the living waters, the soma, the gift of life, the gift of renewal, and how it nourishes us. Here we see in the center judgment. And the judgment card is all about, I'm going to read to you, it talks about the judgment card, sometimes called resurrection, represents the great union that the ancients believed would happen once in every age. This was the time when souls are harvested and taken home to their place of origin outside the solar system. Then the world is seeded with a batch of new souls and the process starts over. From a modern point of view, this great reunion which includes every personality that you have ever been and every soul that you have done deep work with, reunites, unity, reunites to consciously complete the process. In a way, we symbolically celebrate this returning to center every year on our birthday. In personal terms, the judgment tarot card points to freedom from inner conflicts and so clear a channel that the buried talents and gifts of past incarnations can come through an individual in this lifetime. This card counsels you to trust the process of opening yourself because what emerges is of consistently high quality. You can effortlessly, effortlessly manifest as a multi-dimensional being and assist in evoking that response from others. So here you can see this culmination of the judgment is the resurrection. It's the, it's the judgment and the deliverance. It's about trust. It's about unity. What it's saying is that it brings everything you've ever been together in the most purified state of unity. It's brought together as one. And then illumined, awakened, so as to celebrate so as to be a multi-dimensional being. We are that. We just haven't been utilizing it in that way, in essence, to its fullest potential. We haven't been there. And so this is the culminating point. This is the judgment and deliverance. And they said, relating to crops, meaning they showed me the image. This is harvest time. Northern Hemisphere, harvest time. And this is about where the farmers and, and the agriculture people, they go out and they harvest. We pick all of the best fruits. We pick the fruits. We, we harvest the crops. That is the best of the best. And if you've ever been, you know, anywhere around agriculture and harvest season and everything, 
you'll see how all of the best fruits, if you will, the fruits of the crops have been reaped, harvested. And then you'll see kind of what looks like the leftovers, basically. Like, <laughs> you know, there are remnants, remnant pieces that weren't, that, that fall to the ground. And, and then they said the came and able offerings. So they're talking about being the best, you know, offering the best of yourself here. Be on time to the party. Align with the beauty of this moment, of this harvest. The Cain and Abel, Abel gave the best of his offering, the best of. Cain gave God, source, like a secondary cut. And for that, Abel, of course, was favored by source, by God, because out of the purity of his heart, he offered him himself. He offered the best of himself. He offered the best of his, his herd to God, to source. Cain did not. So this is where we can see judgment and deliverance. Don't be late to the party. Align that we are at that awakening point and you can see in the beauty, I've, I've left this up, the beauty of the judgment image. Look at the, it's Archangel Michael is the angel that is um, trumpeting um, on the card. And you see all of the beauty, the purity. See, they're in their nakedness. They're, they're not clothed. So all the, the beings, the people, are arms in praise upward. So this, this beautiful about highest and best to God, to source, it's a symphony. It's about offering that, being that, and offering that of yourselves. It's the fourth cup. It's, in essence, what they're saying is, be the fourth cup. The three, the three cups on the bottom are the ones that are left, you know, that are after the reaping. They're left. They're on, they're on the, the earth's floor. Be the fourth cup, because the fourth cup is the star card. It is the Soma of life. It is the, the wish fulfillment. It is the deliverance. And thereby, this is what you're offering. And when we do that in our individual lives, it raises you. You naturally, I'm going to come back so you all can see me here. We naturally smile, emote, smile from the inside out. It's like it's, you, it's contagious. You can't help it. It's a, it's a natural, organic response. When you think about that, I beam. I smile. I'm like, ooh, yes. Okay. And it simply means align with that, that energy, with that song, On the Wings of Love. When you listen to it, <laughs> it's just going to inspire you. It lifts you. So I just want to uh, include a comment here. Brigitte said, yes, frustration, bumps in the road, or more like a road filled with potholes and I'm hitting them all. <laughs> that was definitely, this is Wednesday, that was definitely Monday, Tuesday. Um, in fact, my, my mother and I happened to be in a line at a store, and it was like you picked, out of 20 lines, you picked the one line that's like not going anywhere fast. And literally the woman in front of us who we don't know or anything, she turns and she goes, it's as if you just can never pick the right lane. 
potholes are filled with potholes and you're hitting them all. That that woman, she was really like exasperated. It it is the interesting energy because Mercury is going direct on Sunday. And so as it comes to a standstill, things magnify, amplify. There was a Kazemi where it was with the sun. Mercury and the sun were together. So, yes, that was definitely the energy kicking off this week of just kind of like, what, what is this? What are we, what are we doing? Um, and yet it's progressing. In, in this moment this morning, it progressed. For me, I got a very clear message. This is the clear message of, we're there. We're, we're arriving. Remember, it's a bridge month. We're arriving. So, um, so there's that, um, Evelyn joining us, Kelly Marie joining us from Tennessee. Welcome Tina being with us. Um, I'm so thrilled that you're here, Tina, that spirit brought you to us today. Thank you for joining. So let me know in the comments, let me know how this is resonating, what you're hearing. I'm going to continue on with, um, and I'm going to bring up this, this image, which we have not seen. So on the wings of love. And I saw this image and it was literally what came to me was wings of angels. And so you can see the beauty, the multifaceted color of this image. And you can, if you can see down in the lower part, it's as if there's fall, the color of fall is underneath. And you can see that. And yet this iridescent rainbow colored beauty on the wings of love. So let me go into, hello, Kim, welcome from Canada and joining us. So I'm going to go to hexagram 10 and read, it's called Lou, treading. And remember, we got double tens. So we're completing the culmination. We're completing with double tens. We started with double sevens. We're completing with double tens for the month of September, 2022, this bridge month. And its action is cautious advance. And so I'm, I'm right there, remember the arduous journey, the long and arduous journey completes. Life begins anew, it begins again. The circle, the 10 with the circle with the point. Cautious advance, the wayward inward journey wayward, difficult to control or predict because of unusual or perverse behavior. So we advance, no matter which one you're in, primarily unusual, meaning positive, good, you advance cautiously. Why? Because it's new to us. It's going to be new. It's going to feel new. It's going to feel, and yet you have this joyous knowing, this uprightness that's just you're good. You know you're good. Its hidden influence is hexagram 37, family, support, soul source. Yes, it can mean our immediate family, um, both birth families, the families from friends that become family. It's talking about support. And so the, it's, it's hidden influence. It's present. We have it. It's underlining cause is authenticity, balance, October, Libra. So we are now in Libra. So we have this, and, and yet authenticity, to be our purest true selves. And it says, participate with life. 
do not mystify it. This is from Carrie Own at Cafe O Soul. And Hexagram 10 says, at some point in our journey, we begin to wonder about our life path. We look for meaning and notice the signs around us, paying attention to our dreams and flashes of insight. We begin to have a sense of being led. Sorry, we have a sense of being led and we find meaning. Spirituality isn't a way to avoid punishment or to do right. It is how we begin to open the way life guides us, and therefore our footsteps become more cautious and self-reflective. So here this is talking about the fact that, you know, we don't go and it's not, it's not a false prophet. Spirituality, faith, is not a false prophet. It's not a way to hide. It's not a way to avoid punishment. It's a way to be real, get real with ourselves, look in, own, own ourselves, because what we're doing is flowering. We're unlayering. We're taking off the masks. We're laying the burdens down, the lies, the stories, and thereby, and because we know that it is being guided, we're, we slow down so that we see so that we know to go as guided. And so thereby, the footsteps become more cautious because they're self-reflective. Each individual has an entirely different purpose. We are unique and individual, and yet we're one. So this is where, think about, imagine again, imagine. Imagine a world where instead of competition, it's positive collaboration. We come together and one can say that that's ideal. However, that's exactly it. That is the ideal. Remember, the ideal becomes the new reality. And so imagine where instead of competition or worrying that you're going to get more than I do or you're going to be in control and I'm not going to be in control, and everybody just suspended all of that and went, because what I have to offer as an individual, as a country, what we have to offer is unique. And thereby, as we offer that in its purity, we're not worried about somebody taking because it's complementing. It's not competition, it's complementing. It's positively collaborating. And thereby, what do we seek? Harmony, balance, purity, flow. So each individual has an entirely different purpose. So looking to the path of others might get you lost. Because again, if we're looking out and we're seeing what everybody else has and we're upset that they have it and we don't have it, we're lost. We're on, that's a perverse path. We're on the wrong path. Because we have everything we need. Everything we are is, is unique. It's, there's only one of us. What is it that you offer? What is it in your soul's highest and best? What do you afford? yourself and others, and thus, relating to the crops, Cain and Abel, you afford source, the highest octave, the highest expression of yourself. So, the idea of family is also at play, suggesting that even among family members, nature endows each with unique variations to ensure that competition for short supply is minimized in close proximity. So again, it's ensuring that this idea of competition within a, a nucleus, a family, 
is limited or re severely reduced because we're each unique. We each came together as a unit for a reason, soul level, divine and divine neutrality. Um, pardon me, I got lost here. So we see cycles that come and go, and we begin to identify a pattern. Lu, which is 10, which is treading, is a hexagram that brings up issues related to what you are doing and why. It asks you to look at where you are, where you are going, and to focus on your footsteps and motivations. Motivations meaning intentions. What, what is, what's the purity of your intentions? It suggests a cautious advance because where you are going, you have never been before. Remember the apex, the all-seeing eye. We've only known the journey up one side of the mountain. We don't know what's on the other side. That's why it can feel unusual. Humility allowed for authenticity, and it is time to apply openness in all that you have learned from introspection. In times of difficulty, you may need to sit with emotion to discover how this tail of the tiger can lead you inward. Remember, it's a wayward inward journey. Can lead you inward to tap your authenticity, your authenticity. That is priceless and it is untouchable because it's your authenticity. It's not someone else's. You're not trying to emulate someone else. It doesn't mean if there's a million people doing what you do or a billion people doing what you do, there's still only one of you. There will only be one of you that does it your way from your place of authenticity. So this is where it can lead you inward to tap into your authenticity. The tiger can be the emotion you feel, but treading suggests observing that emotion without acting on it. Allow feelings to have life within you without needing to give them a label. We don't need to stereotype. We don't need to box them in. We just let the, let the emotions and the energy and the unusualness, let the things that are going to come up within you come. Don't judge them. Don't label them. Don't box them in. Just let let them flow. This energy will ignite deeper levels of awareness for you in the sense of spiritual direction. Going as guided. 17. Hexagram 17. Follow. Be led. Energy does not die. And by allowing for its expression, you can actually allow it to transform you. Transformation. This is the big... This is what's happening, right? We're, being, we're going back to where we began an octave higher, so we're being transformed. Each day is a piece of a puzzle, a gift that will unmask your character and reveal your destiny. The piece about unmask your character, your authentic, true soul self, soul nature, not who we tell ourselves we are, not, because remember, it's unmasking. So anything we thought we were, that's ego, mind, personality, we lay it down. And then we listen and we say, ah, because you'll know, you, you've always known who you are. You've always known your soul's desire. You've always, it's always been there. It's just to what degree are we actively living it? To what degree are we actively listening and aligning with it? 
To what degree does it come out of us? But in this, each day is a piece of a puzzle, a gift that will unmask your character and reveal your destiny. The tiger of emotion or fear only bites when you run from it or try to cage it. So again, when if we're in our mind and we're, you know, negotiating, bartering, you know, lying, stealing, blocking, boxing in, the tiger is going to bite. That's when the tiger bites. Because they talk about in, in the Yijing, they talk about the tiger's goo. That black, sappy, nasty, you know, it's the tiger's, that's the mental, emotional, physical, the dis-ease. It's these blocks that are coming, that we, we purge, we, we release, we get rid of. Um, treading shows the basis of character. One who treads does not stay. What that means is, as much as we would love for things to stay, like, you know, you hear that beautiful expression about, if I could just stop time or hold this moment. But in essence, treading shows the basis of character. One who treads does not stay. We move, we evolve, we continue to unfold, to flower. Life always meets you halfway. But as long as you feel that life is working against you, the world will appear as a glass half full. Filling the other portion of the glass allows you to discover your full capabilities. Sometimes the way isn't easy. You know, this, the bell is, you're awakened, the bell, you're, you're really looking at yourself. Yeah, hand in the choir, preaching to the choir. The way isn't always easy, but it will make you stronger. Sometimes the path isn't clear, so we need only look down to see where we are currently treading. It's that beautiful thing. You're never lost because you're always somewhere. Where are you? Take stock. In that moment, if you don't like where you are, and that can be literally a physical thing, but it can also be an emotional and a mental aspect, take stock of where you are. Where am I? You'll hear an answer. What do I do to change that? How can you immediately, quickly pivot out of that if it is a negative? If you're in a positive, enjoy that. Amplify it. Celebrate it. Knowing that one who treads does not stay. Meaning we're going to move through that to receive the next amazing thing or perhaps the next challenge that will still deliver you because you're, you're on the path. You're, you're walking the way. Um, however, how life is speaking to you in the nuances of your journey, how is life speaking to you? Pardon me. How is life speaking to you in the nuances of your journey? So in essence, this is where we're listening. We're looking, we're taking stock of where am I? How is it interacting with me? How is life interacting with me? If I don't like it, I can change it, and I can change it simply by walking outside and seeing the beauty around me. I can, I can change it in the moment simply by celebrating beautiful, positive words. There's many different ways in our individual lives, because again, this is harvest time. This is alignment harvest time, not, not being late to the party, being right on time. So, and it's about offering the highest and best, the, the best of the best, the best of the fruits. 
to yourself, certainly to source. First and foremost, soul source connection to source. And that ripples out because it magnifies, it amplifies, it's favored. Imagine, you know, they're giving me this thing, you know, like you go to the grocery store, you pick up a pack of, of fruit, berries or something. You're excited because, wow, it's beautiful. And then you realize, oh, inside it's all moldy and disgusting. No one likes that. <laughs> However, when you get home and that basket of berries is just ripe and beautiful and you're so excited about it, you feel valued and nourished and honored. And the opposite is true when it's not that. So just want to bring in Tina's uh, statement. Everything you have said feels like you are helping me understand what has been going on with me, putting away some things and uh, learning and leaning on new. Woke up different today. Yes, Tina, this is all about, this is the beauty of the, of the unpackaging, the unlayering. And it's okay. Remember, it's okay to lay things down, to let them be, let them go. People, places, things. What we told ourselves was our identity or potentially a, a dream or a wish or a hope of desire. Because you just need to take stock. All we need to do is take stock of where we are. And in that moment, change, evolve, flower. Literally, because again, I'm going to bring up this beautiful image. This is this, these radiant sunflowers, the sun symbol, the 10, the culmination. This is the fulfillment. This is the ideal. Each one of these beautiful sunflowers is you, is me, is our neighbor, our coworker. This is what's on tap. This is the ideal being the new reality. Each of us radiant, beaming, exquisitely unique, and yet look how beautifully cohesive, complementative. They're not in competition with one another. They're in absolute harmony, balance, and joy with one another. They're like, let's get this party started. <laughs> And that's, that's how this feels. So yes, Tina, by all means, the beauty of putting things away, meaning letting them go, purging them, let them, let them go. And without judgment, you may be further ahead. You may be walking the path faster or deeper or wider or higher than people in your life that you know. That's okay. There's the beautiful saying, one of the hardest things is allowing another their soul's journey. We may not always understand why they're doing what they're doing. We may not like it. We may, doesn't mean we condone it. We just need to not be in judgment of it or with it. Because then our experience is that judgment. And, you know, judge not lest they be judged, right? So it takes on a, a deeper, greater meaning. When we realize, when we, when, we are, when we stay authentic, pure to ourselves, on our journey, and we simply radiate that authenticity, it's okay if others don't understand. It can be painful, meaning when we have to let go of, of people or places. But again, when you're treading, you're not staying. 
You're treading means you're moving. You're moving. You're on the journey. The journey is moving. You're moving with the journey. And thereby, this is the beauty of that. Um, so lastly, they gave me the beauty of the song um, on the wings of love. And in that, and it's number four, so it means that it's foundational, that it's like a bedrock principle of the promise, the deliverance, the journey, the, the judgment, the renewal, the return. And it's really saying, um, I'm just going to give you a few of the lyrics here. Um, because, and then when you listen to the song, just smile for me. And remember, think about this soul source connection, highest being your soul and source. Just smile for me and let the day begin. You are the sunshine that lights my heart within. And I'm sure that you're an angel in disguise. Come take my hand and together we will rise on the wings of love. Up and above the clouds, the only way to fly is on the wings of love. And so there's this beautiful, beautiful piece here where I'm going to bring up the wings of angels here for you all. On the wings of love, it is the pledge of peace. It is God's peace, Jeffrey Osborne. It is the God bear, the great bear constellation. So what this is saying to us is, Take me higher. We're going to be lifted higher. We are going to be illumined on the wings of love. And in the new, it's not going to be about right, difficult to control or predict because it's unusual. Because it's not meant to be controlled. Because it's not meant to be predictable. If everything was so predictable, if we knew everything, what would that be? Would we enjoy it? Would we, or would we find it boring? And so again, this is about the culmination of these things, the deliverance of them and the, on the wings of love. It's to know that that's your birthright. That is your divine right, divine right of passage. And thereby it's on the wings of love. It's not the cosmic two by four. Again, depending on how, which, which, you know, are you the, are you the best of the best? Are you, are you the harvested crops? Are you the fruits of the labor? Or are you the remnants? Are you, are you choosing to be that which is left? It's still a piece of the whole. It's not, so I don't, it, it's not about being in judgment because imagine ears of corn fall to the ground. Okay. Well, it's still an ear of corn. It's still there. It's just that it's been, it hasn't been um, collected. It hasn't been picked up and, and delivered. Nourishment, higher, higher purpose, higher offering. And yet it doesn't mean that it's not of the same spirit, the same divine nature. It's just that free will, you're choosing to have a different experience. So one says, Go forth into the new, the age of Aquarius, this whole new 
um, expansive state of being, and one says to fall behind, in essence, in a sense, to be left behind, fall behind, to because you're clinging to, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the caterpillar and the butterfly. You're, you're clinging to a state of being a butterfly, I'm sorry, a caterpillar, because the transformation, right, the transformation of becoming the butterfly is overwhelming or you don't see it. You're not connecting with it. You're not open to its light, to its transformation. So two different, they've always talked about two different worlds, two different, two very different ways, two different experiences. This is all about, and we're at that point of deliverance. We're at that point of um, having, you know, having made up your mind by now. Um, so, and if you haven't, make up your mind. <laughs> because the last thing, and, and um, I heard this song by Agnes, and it's called Release Me. Um, and it immediately, and, it, and in, in essence, the song is about, um, it's from a relationship standpoint and like um, kind of an abusive, addictive relationship type scenario. And it's about release me because I can't do it on my own. And at first I was a little perplexed by that. Like, why is that song the last piece, number five and five denoting changes? Why is it the last thing? And then it came to me, ah, uh, Remember, this whole thing has been about our enslavement and our deliverance. The devil card and moving to the lover's card. Enslavement to liberty, liberation, freedom. And so here this is literally this release me is in essence an appeal and a call to a higher power, a higher source to say, release me from this. I'm not sure I can do it on my own. But the intent, however, your intent is to be released from it. And thereby, your intent is, your, your authenticity, your intent is to be delivered. It's not about staying. And so that's why this release me, it's a very powerful kind of dance, hip-hop, or not hip-hop, pop, pop, pop song. I'll put that in the lyrics as well. But it speaks to the fact of being released. The purity of your intention is to be released, is to go. Um, in the, in the deliverance. So I just want to bring in um, Ann's comment. Thank you so much for another meeting full of inspiration and support and love. Have to jump, but wishing a lovely week to all. Thank you as well, Ann, to everyone listening. Thank you all for your patience today with the with the uh, technical fun that we went through, and uh, and just know October it's a ten month. It's, it is this, the way they're saying it to me is like, it is this on steroids. So it's literally this renewal, this life, you know, after the long and arduous journey, life begins again, the divine completion, the sevens, the 10 is all about the new. And it's interesting how in the Northern Hemisphere, it's fall, we commence fall. In the Southern Hemisphere, we can uh, commence spring. For many people, spring and fall, fall and spring, are two of the best seasons in the year. Because there is a sense of 
um, newness, renewal, um, deliverance. There's a beauty of that, and that's what's on tap. So there, I'm very excited to see where this all goes in uh, October. So thank you all so much. We love you. The Lady Jacqueline and I, we love you. Thank you for being on this journey. I will post all of these things in the comment section for you guys to see after the show. And until then, be well, be kind, and be open to yourselves. Walk with such grace with yourselves because you are this beautiful image, these radiant sunflowers. You are that. And we are on the wings of angels, on the wings of love. And until then, we will see you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.